Welcome to the Heroes of Reality Podcast, a podcast about the game of life and the hero's journey we all experience. Let's jump in with our host, Dylan Watkins, as he introduces today's guest. Welcome, adventurers. Dylan here. And on today's podcast, I have Laura Inseada. She is a sound alchemist, and she lives to create the confluence of music from around the globe, wisdom practices, and cutting-edge technology. In the last decade, uh, Laura has been focusing on her work in the universal transformative and healing powers of sound, combining her intimate knowledge of music with her studies of ancient schools of wisdom. She developed Resonating Healing, her own multifunctional method for self-inquiry and well-being. In person and online, she uses these methods in one-on-one sessions as well as group work, public gatherings, and art installations. She is a co-founder of the Seeds of Gold Institute, whose mission is to research and integrate the ancient technologies and schools of wisdom into modern life. The Institute is dedicated to helping individuals and groups and the global community in the journey of personal growth and collective collective evolution. So without any delay, I'd like to welcome Lara. Hi. Hello. Welcome. So glad you could be thank here. You. All oh, right. Thank you so much, Dylan, I, for having me. I'm I'm super excited to have you here and and all of the beautiful music that you will bring. Um, I very much uh, I've I've listened to some of your music. I've really enjoyed it. And oh, uh, thank you. It's 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 beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. And uh, when I do want to start things off, though, I want to talk about just a little bit about your journey. Um, in the in the world of music and meta music, and talked about what what inspired you on this path. Well, um, since I was a child, I've been always uh, curious of the unseen world. What is there that I can't see, but I sense it? Mm. And so, pre- pretty much all my life, I've been kind of uh, playing around with music, tapping into things, and through music, through sounds being exposed to nature, especially, I'm from Sicily, to feel that those sounds, they were home for me all the time, or they were mm. creating some sort of uh, good mood in the room. <laughs> because, you know, Sicilians, we can be a little bit intense at times. So <laughs> I always saw like, oh, wow, but when music comes, we are dancing. We are like, you know, some people cry at times. So, but anyway, so the... the at the same time, I was very gifted because everything I was touching or blowing into, or tapping, or it was somehow making sounds. And then eventually, my inquiry went deeper into understand what is this life about? Where do we come from? So I did a lot of studies in alchemy, esoteric kind of authors, and then I studied psychology and Buddhism, and I was doing a lot of practices and being initiated in different traditions. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I was impressed is that all of these traditions, if you think about it, somehow at the source, they talk about a vibration or some sort of sound. Um, Even science, talking about Big Bang, what is that? (laughs) It's not a huge sound. So all of the different paths that I was kind of walking to understand deeper, what is this life about? What are we doing here? And what is this mystery that I can't see but I sense? somehow they were all bringing me into this vibrational element that existence is. And so I was always back to music. And among uh, one of the things that I do, which I describe as this bridge between ancient technology, which is music and uh, wisdom traditions, with modern technology, which is our evolution, our new tools, it is somehow to bring back that element, that source 
uh, which is the acoustic world. And so I found it myself all along my career playing all of these weird instruments uh, from different traditions, from the didgeridoo, djembe, flutes, the Mayan traditions. And, and at the same time, uh, I was able to teach since I was really, really young. So I learned as well the language of the music. And then I did the conservatorium to understand even more. Anyway, I started to really explore at a deeper level, not only what is just music and the instruments, but what is in music mm-hmm. that becomes a tool for transformation. Why people cry when I play? Or why still in traditions, even like mine in South Italy, Music uh, has been always used as a form of healing, bringing, gathering community, um, mourning when there is, you know, what is there beyond the music that we all feel belonging to or we all use it as a way to transiting to an emotion, an inner space or an outer space. Mm. So, and uh, yeah, I mean, yes, I, I can see it. Tell me. That's beautiful. So I want to touch on a couple of things. One, I very much relate with you. I am uh, third generation Sicilian Italian. Um, and so I, I, when you talk about intense Italians and how they can go from <laughs> look at you, loud, you're already yeah, like, I will do a lot of the hand signals. It comes natural with the Italian moves. Yeah. And I don't know what this is about. If you want to, if you want to like gag an Italian, you just tie their hands together and they can't speak. It's a very, but yeah. that, that intensity, we're very intense. We have that energy, but we also have that laugh, play, sing. We mm-hmm. feel more, mm-hmm. which is a new thing. And, and, and there's a, there is a connection to the music. I There's, believe so. You know, I, yeah. I tell you something. Um, that's why I talk about meta music. I believe that as a, uh, as people in Italy, mm-hmm. we are not very healthy only because we have good food. Because if you think about it, it's very heavy. A lot of bread, a lot of pasta. But we do this thing that when we talk, we allow emotions, energy, emotion to let it out, and that's where at times intensity comes in. Right? It's like at times could be too much, <laughs> and yet. At least we are so connected to our body, and I'm telling you this, and then we are best friends, even you know more than before. I feel that's what makes us more a healthy mm-hmm. culture because we express. We are not trying to, you know, and that's where sound for me becomes uh, so intimate because uh, our body it is an orchestra. Mm. Your cells are they, they are vibrating right now, so everything that vibrates as a its own signature that we call it a frequency. That frequency in other languages is called sound. So basically, you're an orchestra with a, a, a heart that is like a, a, a beautiful drum that is there, keeping everything as much as possible in tempo and a good groove when you are lucky. <laughs> and the rest of it is like, you know, aggregation of these vibrational elements that we are, condensed energy that is there and it needs to move. So the mm-hmm. more we allow movement, and that's, I think, where music, which it becomes at times dance, right? Sometimes just dancing, how good it feels when you just dance out your pain or, you know, or the passion you have for someone and you just put it into the floor, you know? That's an emotion. And then for me, it's energy in motion. And music, it is one of the most powerful tools because music allows energy to move. Absolutely. And one of the things you talked about there, but I think is really interesting is you're talking about we're healthier, not necessarily because we 
uh, eat pasta or lasagna. Like my mother says, it's it's good for you. Come on, eat it. I like, look, yes, I'm on a diet. Yes, no, yes. no, no, no. But it's good for you. It's got cheese and meats and there's and pleasure. There's yeah. the pleasure of it. Yeah. The joy, the thing. But what you're talking about is that we don't repress a lot of our feelings. You know how we feel. You actually yeah. know how we will because like it sounds like yeah. we might be shouting or arguing, but we're just loud yeah. and animated because of yeah. our actual. There's a very there's a less filter between our heart and our mouth. Exactly. And, and be able to go in and out that. And one of the things that I've heard before is that uh, music or uh, is the way that sounds like the way feelings feel in the sense that the, you, you, it's, there's an interesting connection between music and feelings and, yes, and, and really that repression that people hold back. Because so many times we have this really a lot of people have this balance of I want to be liked by the people around me. Right. But mm -hmm. I also want to I want to express myself. So a lot of people, you know, dim their light or quiet the music in their heart because they want to be accepted by the tribe. Yeah. And you're talking about this, letting it out and letting and letting it and mm -hmm. dancing out your pain and yeah. singing out. your. Can you talk to me a little bit more about that? Maybe give me some examples of what does that look like to 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 dance out your to mm -hmm. communicate through the, the power of music, through the power of just expression in yeah. that sense? Well, one thing very easy is that uh, you can see it also in animals. If I get something and I'm stuck and I have a lot of tension, if you do this, you feel a certain point. If you do it truly from your core, not thinking, you know, you just stand and you just shake it out. Mm -hmm. I already feel different than three seconds before I did this. Mm -hmm. So that is, for example, a simple way to see how, yeah, how does it feel now your body? Mm -hmm. You're more light, loser. Mm -hmm. So thinking is easier. So that's, for example, a simple thing. But the, what you did is also, you made a sound. <laughs> that first uh, primordial sounds, what also I use a lot in my teaching, the, the proto-language, those sounds mm -hmm. that we all have. When If I say to you, shh, and I do also gesture with my body, you are quieting. And you can be African, Italian, German. That sound, it's universal. It, it comes from just, a, as you said, directly from your heart to your mouth, and it's there. It doesn't need to belong to a culture. So I love always to tap into the sources and ancient tradition because I see that they already knew, and we have an inner wisdom that allows us to get to those places of natural healing. But the suppressed society we live in, where if I do this before talking to you, it's like, what is it? This woman is weird. You know what I mean? So that's where conditionment, and I think that's you know also bringing it to uh, one of the main topics I've seen you uh, passionate about, which is mm -hmm. virtual reality. Mm -hmm. That's I think where virtual reality can help. Mm -hmm. Now, not to, to allow someone to go into a place that is not real, but actually, how do we inspire and create environments that are virtual where I feel safe and not weird when I start to do things that actually they come from ancient traditions, because those were the tools for healing, for being sane, and so forth. From mm. there, of course, you go into dance. Dancing has been for all of the culture and still today. Go to a rave, you know, how does it feel after? Amazing. Why? Because you become that body and everybody and you just get into that flow and rhythm and you and you're find harmony, which is basically trying to balance what is outside of you, which is the pumping of the music, and inside of you, which is mm. the movement of your body. That's where we feel, ah, I feel good. I feel in harmony. I feel in... So 
that's interesting. So you're talking about congruence and not yeah. only congruence with what I'm feeling and how I'm expressing that, but congruence not only with ourselves, but with our environment. Our environment. It's essential. Yeah. That's so where you, pain comes in. So you feel that, right? So then you, so something happens in, in reality yeah. or in virtual reality where you feel yeah. that pain and then you're able to kind of channel that and, and be congruent with it. So it's not necessarily about fighting that or repressing that or defending that in one way shape or form but it's about it's about being congruent with your environment yeah. let Otherwise, it in you... and let it out again flow and emotion the mm -hmm. emotion the energy emotion comes in and then woof, you redirect it if we mm -hmm. do this also when we get a traumatic scene as animals do again if you see a dog that is shocked they do this and they are, they are very happy whereas we do oh my god and i feel ashamed this should happen so all of that motion of energy came to you Instead of and let it out, as music does, you let it in and you trapped it. That's trapped energy, which nothing is steady. Mm. It starts to be running in a smaller space, which is your condensed body. And that's where inflammation comes. That's where irritation comes, where this ease <laughs> comes. Mm. So if we go back into the allowing, like almost Tai Chi, you know, mm. things to move out, and that's again the power of sound sound is penetrating mm -hmm. you know if i expose you to light and you put like anything in front of you you can cover yourself but sound penetrates your body and goes through you and then it's thanks to what your body doesn't hold that i can still hear that there is more for me too if i'm close to you so that mm -hmm. property also of sound that allows our system to get infused with some harmony if you are exposed to harmonic sounds for example and then let them out it leaves a trace of harmony in your cells for sympathetic resonance mm. can you talk to me a little bit more about um harmonic resonance and how that works with with keeping a kind of a healthy system in your body a little bit about that um because mm -hmm. i'm not as familiar with it i, I know about the internal systems like your mm -hmm. Sympathetic, parasympathetic systems. I'm not necessarily uh, sure about the harmonic, uh, harmony resonance with that. Yeah. Well, when I talk about it uh, in a simple way, because it can sure. become a little bit complex, but in a simple way, those uh, sympathetic resonance means anything you're exposed. If you have something in your body that is kind of as a similar mm -hmm. um, signature, let's say, it starts to vibrate and oscillate in the same mood. And that's where sympathetic resonance uh, allows, for example, if you're exposed to a very nice, low sound, you start to relax because more of that same frequencies in your body, which is, in that case, in your bones, because bones are low frequencies instead of blah, blah, blah. So you start to um, entrain almost in a way that you set down with whatever is there. The, our um, harmonics in sound, it's the richness of, in which a sound signature from the source in which you emanate that sound, it's a sax, it's just a whatever is there. Imagine the sound is reaching an object or a receiver, in this case is me, for example, and every sound has a different numbers of harmonics, which is the quality of that one source into these different levels, if you want, which we call it, you know, the fifth, the octave, and the second octave. Again, I don't want to be too specific, but imagine as a cartoon, a sound is coming towards you, and it has its own bubble and all of this other aura of different other... Um, mm -hmm. 
signature, and that's the harmonics. The more harmonics you have, and the more the sound is rich and, and, and touches your body in a rich way. So harmonics is essential in sound. Got it. And by the way, it's okay to be specific. It's if you if you do specifics with the combination of an example, it helps people understand. So you might dive into something like the octave or the second octave, but then if you describe that in an example, like for example, when I play the uh, the the flute, and then that that hits a certain octave and that goes through my body, and so it's it. So I, I do like the idea of you diving in and being specific when you can. It's just sometimes okay. when it, if we need to pull back out, we can widen up and give an example of how mm -hmm. someone could someone could actually practically use that to where if they're listening to music and they could feel the harmonics and they feel them flowing through the body and then so that's so uh, i want to make sure you have to be to th careful in this because so there's you're touching different points dylan yeah if i'm listening a sound first of all if i'm listening to them from the speakers i get certain harmonics that are not the harmonics of the source so already there we are cutting out a lot of food nourishment that is in the richness of a sound uh -huh. The more you hear a sound rich, full, and I'm going to show it to you with the instruments, the more sure. it means that sound has harmonics. Uh -huh. The more the sound is dry, kind of, you know, mm -hmm. there are less harmonics. Now, so I'm going to open a couple of mics and I'll show you a difference between a very full of harmonic sound versus something that is a little bit less. Let's do this. This sounds we'll fantastic. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Okay, yeah, let's check it out. I'm I'm very excited to check this and 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 okay. know from the actual example and experience it. Mm -hmm. okay. So, in this case, actually, in this case, let me do something even more. Uh, I will say specific as you want, and then sure. I, I mesmerize you with special effects. So, for example. Any kind of fruit. That's the difference with okay. this. So, so this is it's called hang, or most common people today they know it as a hand pen, but is uh, made in Switzerland. It was created in Switzerland, and the real name is hang. And anyway, so and this is an instrument. And it kind of looks like a for people that are only listening. It kind of looks like a turtle shell. So or UFO <laughs> talking about virtual reality. So we have possibilities to have virtual reality that sounds like this. So I'm not using any effect. I'm not using a reverb. That's why I thought let's let's really be academical. So this is a, a, an instrument that because it has a, a body with some air, you will hear a lot of harmonics. Means it's very rich. So anything that I touch, look what happens. That length, that the tail of the sound that you hear, it's not it's natural. It's just from a flat mic as my voice. I'm not using the other mics. Mm. Now and if I play for you, even like if I play for you my if I tap here, mm -hmm. very dry. Yeah. This means that there is not a lot of harmonics. When do we have a lot of harmonics? When you have a surface that either it's able to bend. Mm -hmm. very um, flex, it has a, a lot of flexibility, or it has a, a case, whereas the sound that I'm creating within the case has the possibility of expand and give voice to those harmonics that are already within the source of the sound, which is me tapping 
in this surface. Got it. So, so if just a little bit is I, I noticed with the the the, the first uh, device that you were using, what was the name of that again? Hung. Hung. Uh, when you hit that, it had a rich sound to it, and it also had the ability. So when you you channeling your energy through that instrument, mm -hmm. it had more of a it had more of a, a richness and a deepness to it, and it had a vibration to it that was longer. Means it has a lot of harmonics, so that Lots sound of... is very rich. That as mm -hmm. you said, it means that it presents a lot of those different expositions mm -hmm. of the source, and it has all of these harmonics. The other one was dry. Yeah. So it doesn't have a lot of harmonics. Yeah, it sounds like you're like smacking the back of a newspaper or something. Yeah, but yeah. even a flute has less harmonics than that, you know, even if it's like a flute. Very dry, right? Mm -hmm. So, but still, there are harmonics there. Yeah. But you don't hear reaching like them. So then, in in terms of that, are you choosing instruments based upon the the intended outcome and goal? Like, how do you like when you're trying to affect somebody because mm -hmm. they're playing music, yeah. which is a communication yeah. of your yeah. yeah. How, so how that's why I talk about meta music. It's not only about the instruments. First mm -hmm. of all, every instrument has its own signature, its own personality. Mm -hmm. I know that if I play the hang, you're going to, you know, kind of have a sense or an invitation to build a, a story because there is notes and melody. Maybe I play the, you know, the bass and so forth. Uh, if I play the drum, dum, 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 like shamanic kind of traditions or I'm drumming straight, you have a more sense of here and now. You know, it's mm -hmm. like drumming that give you this sense of either to tap or to just be here. Uh, but at the same time, at times I want someone to move and I don't start from the drum, not because the drum gives me this sense of here and now. At times I can bring that state of presence with uh, a Tibetan ball. So it's very difficult for me to combine either instruments and what that effect you want according mm -hmm. to the instruments. Gotcha. So, because I'm looking at it from a perspective of, I mean, this is what you talk about it as transformational, something that it affects mm -hmm. change, something that elicits. And we know that a, a lot of education, um, when I say transformation, is merely taking an education and or an experience and having that affect you. And and the deeper the emotion, along mm -hmm. with the information, mm -hmm. will mean it's going to be retained and that can transform someone. So someone can have a transformative <clears throat> experience if they mm -hmm. have a deep enough emotional impact while there's some sort of lesson or insight or realization around it um, with a lot of, say, plant medicine and music mm -hmm. comes together because you're having this internal experience mm -hmm. and the music is, is, is kind of magnifying that change, that transformation. And so, so that's why I was really looking at it from the perspective of like if you're trying to elicit a certain type of transformation mm -hmm. or you're trying to try to get people to whether they yeah. you want them all to beat to clap their hands together or yeah kind but of that's uh, that's why that's why it's not about the harmonics then mm -hmm. then we are talking about uh, emotion as you said to impact and create the more emotion you create in a person the more they will remember do you have an impactful experience because emotion is you move the emotion you move them you created some energy that was moving them. Mm. Um, and that's where um, in ancient traditions, you could use even like leaves to move someone. You don't need an incredible set of, as I have with all these incredible instruments, because it's, it's also a lot there, the intention, mm. you know, um, that they were putting beyond the, the instrument or what they were playing. At times you hear 
rhythmical pieces that have the intention to move you in a deeper way. And the same rhythmical kind of phrase can become a dance. But it's how I'm presenting it to you. That's why, again, it's not only the instruments or the music. It's mm -hmm. a lot of how do we use those tools, which is music or rhythms or melody, to create what you said, those emotions, to impact people in the um, emotional. Or, and that's where transformation and healing happens, because then you allow them to tap into what is true for them right now. Mm. So when I do my journeys, for me, it's all about bringing back people home. And what is home? Home is exactly where you are right now. Mm. And so if I can allow you to connect to your emotion right now and have maybe a meeting, a dialogue of a moment of intimacy with them, maybe you look at them or feel them differently. And music allows to create meaning around them that is more play, uh, pleasurable, more um, soothing, more hopefully more, you know, um, nurturing than emotions that they come and you don't know what to do with them mm. or you don't have the context to do something with them yeah what's interesting is is there's because you know I'm coming at from like a scientific clinical deconstructing mm -hmm. perspective and, and you're communicating it from more of an an artistic emotional yeah. communicative yeah. kind of uh collaboration versus mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. I'm like show me the zeros yeah. and ones and you're like well it's a series of grays I, yeah, I, I come from, uh, and I'm interested in the scientific research, researches mm. too, but unfortunately, mm. Dylan, I can't tell you that they work for me in my experience, because as soon as we stress something into numbers or a theory, you killed it. <laughs> this idea that uh, a heart has uh, a certain frequency, and if I you know, play for you that sound of that frequency, you start to feel your heart space. I mean, think about it. Mm -hmm. There are seemingly, um, how can I say, there is a, a quality of certain frequency they hit more your heart, but your heart is different than mine. Mm -hmm. Your emotions are different than mine. So how can I pretend that one thing can be the same for everybody? Where the beauty of nature, the beauty of this existence is that we are each of us, we are one of a kind. Mm -hmm. So that's where I prefer to use and create chambers, sonic chambers, where everybody can find their own signature and, and resonate with it and allow the experience to be exactly the quality of the experience that each person has within, of course, an environment that I create that has an intention to bring certain qualities of experiences instead than others. Can you talk to me a little bit about the sonic chambers? Like, what do you got? I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around. I'm in my mind. I'm picturing a room with good mm -hmm. vibe, with with good mm -hmm. insulation of some kind, but can mm -hmm. you talk to me just a little bit yeah. about the sonic chamber so I can kind of yeah. step so, into that? Yeah, one of my um, projects uh, is called Chambers of Awe. So I was mm -hmm. creating these chambers, these sonic environments where I love to bring people in a state of awe, because mm -hmm. when we are in a state of awe, we are open, we are completely, we're transiting to something that is profound. So. A chamber, for me, it's not a specific location. A chamber is a state. A chamber is a place where it could be that you have just your headphones, and I provided that sonic environment that I call chamber, where awe, where wonder, where curiosity, exploration, brings to certain deeper discoveries that are within you, within each one of us, differently, again, because I need different food than you. Mm. so. 
by creating chambers, I create possibilities for people, again, to be exposed to a variety, like a banquet of sounds and music that I hope can give the right food to each one that is mm -hmm. their favorite food or their needed food in that moment in time. Mm -hmm. So, yes. I, so what's interesting about that, I've, I've noticed multiple times you've correlated uh, music with food and mm -hmm. music with nutrients. Um, uh, it's, it's interesting also uh, a Sicilian and the love <laughs> Being for food. Being Sicilian, right. Love for right. food and love for music. It is in yours, it is, it is you switch yeah. it, it, it both nourishes the soul. And can you talk to me about an experience, a specific experience? And the reason why I'm asking for this mm -hmm. is it helps when, when people can kind of uh, uh, come along on a mental journey of an experience that you've had with music that maybe has nurtured your soul a specific mm -hmm. example where maybe you were at a low point and it and it had an effect on you and it helped you get and it helped nourish you do you have an yeah. example of a nourishing yeah. experience yeah i totally do uh, so nourishing experience is something that i can going i'm going to have you experience it because if you're talking about experience you have sure. to you have to live it Sure. So what about if I give you five minutes? I don't know what I'm going to, to, to play, but I just ask you and all of people that are looking right now at us, to just, uh, if you have headphones, to put some headphones so you can enter the sound and just uh, close your eyes and get to your inner environment and see okay. what happens there. Just okay. a few minutes. Sure, let's do it. All right, everybody listening, make sure you've got your good headphones on. If not, hit pause if this is recorded and uh, put on some nice headphones. Close your eyes and enjoy yeah. the experience. Yeah. And please, Dylan, if you can mute yourself so that we have a more clear sound. I will do that in three, two, one. Let's find, find a place where you can just sit. And close your eyes, join your inner environment. Just feel the force of gravity. You're just landing and you have given this few minutes to yourself and see what is there for you, what is music going to take you, just be curious.
And now just gently open your eyes and come back here with me. <laughs> it's so beautiful to see your landscape, your background with these stars. While I was playing the flute, it was very inspiring. But you know, if I ask you, where did you go? What was your experience? What would you say? Yeah. Um, so my experience was a couple of things. It first started with my ears tingling from the vibrations. Mm-hmm. And the initial sound brought me to the jungle. Mm. Um, and I felt very much like I was surrounded by nature. Um, and it brought me back to um, having an experience in 2017 in the jungles of Peru with me and some dear friends with plant medicine and all that. And uh, it felt very much, felt very much um like i was connected to nature and i felt very much like i was on a journey going somewhere that was overall my it was bringing up those feelings and those sensations and the, and the connectedness mm. and i kept kind of that's why i turned off my lighting i turned off all those things i was trying to go deeper into my own mm-hmm. my own reality by shutting off the lights and not trying to touch things and be aware of everything and so it was a very um um yeah it brought me into a, a different reality my own internal world which was, which was so that's was, called not virtual reality it's called mm-hmm. n r <laughs> natural reality your inner environment which is huge it's a stand it's vast we have so much to explore and then five minutes you went so far uh, you didn't need a ticket to go to peru and yet you know, you are back into, this is what music does, mm-hmm. which is not easy to express with words. And honestly, it has nothing to see with how or which uh, frequency my drum is tuned to, or if I was trying to play 432 instead of 440. That's why I prefer to keep those conversations, you know, at times more simple, or to have conversation with those people that they, they study this in a way that allow us also to be open of the fact that everything moves, we are spinning. To have them as references, which is great, but not to get stuck to just one number or one sound, especially when the sound is created from computers, Mm. which yes, you can put oscillators, but the way in which nature creates the harmonics and the oscillation, the richness, that food, I'm telling you, the banquet, Mm. it's not yet possible to be created through a computer. Yeah. One thing that I thought was interesting um, mm-hmm. going through this whole experience is uh, one of the thoughts I had in my head was you're talking about the nutrients and the food. And one of the, uh, I've I'm all about one of my big things is connection as nutrients, being able to connect with someone else to feel heard and to feel them and to and to have that closeness and that connection is something for me is 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 very needed. Mm-hmm. And what I felt or at least what I was thinking is that there's a thing that happens when someone is expressing themselves that you just let go and you receive Mm -hmm. and you feel nurturance, whether I am telling a compelling story that you're engaged with, and then you kind of give in and you come into my reality where I go, once upon a time, I drop you Mm -hmm. into the jungle and this happens, right? You start to, you start to be a part of my journey. And then we Mm -hmm. feel that closeness. And in, and in the way that you were communicating via the music, I felt almost as if you were telling me a story. Uh, exactly. Or, 
and through an emotional journey yes. that I was now connected with. So I felt closer yeah. with you yes. um, through that journey. That's right. what music does because the instruments, they become characters, but you are the one that is writing the plot. Mm. If we have here a chat and if someone wants to share, you know, what was mm. their, his or him, his or their experience, mm. you'll see that we will have so many amazing stories to be told. Mm. So those instigators that the instruments are, I my focus in allow them for each of us to become what we need them to become right now, because this is the story that I need to hear, or this is the place I need to go to feel connected. As you mm -hmm. went to Peru, because I imagine that experience for you was a way to be connected to yourself or gave you some connection. And now you're working, you're putting out this word connection. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I tell you another story, look at this. If I tell mm -hmm. you, once upon a time, there was a beautiful landscape and I was traveling. So I can be as much as power, you know, passionate. Look at that. Mm. Once upon a time, there was a beautiful landscape and I was traveling there. As soon as you put the music, it's an augmentation of that field. That's why I call them chambers or fields. And so the harmonics is that richness I was trying to express before, which Arguments and and gives another you know dimension to the dimensionality we are trying to express through words in this case. Yeah, what reminds me of this is it's so funny because when people ask me because I'm I've have um, a a large amount of experience in virtual reality and I've been doing it since 2012 2013 and I when someone goes well what's so great about VR I could never exp I have a bandwidth issue. I can't communicate the value of it. So a lot of times I say, just put this on your head, have an experience. Once you go through it, come back. And it's very funny yeah. because what I have to do that to communicate to people that experience you just did with me because you're mm -hmm. talking about the, the language is just a way to um, the, 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 the best way that we know how to actually get to the, the experience, right? Cause ultimately mm -hmm. we, 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 we create our reality through the experiences that we have. So mm -hmm. what I love about yeah. that is you were showing, you were saying, okay, I'm going to cut through all the language parts. Yeah, it becomes go nonverbal. Right yeah, yeah, and here's and the yet experience. I'm talking your language because you get emotions, and that's mm -hmm. what I, you know, I love proto languages. For me, music it's more a unification of our languages because this is the other thing, virtuality. Yes, I tell you, put your head, uh, your you know. Uh, headphones and so forth, but a lot of what I see there is that uh, virtual reality is isolating people. What about if you say, look, put this because you are going to connect even deeper with yourself. So honestly, my message is, and the hope is that virtual reality, it becomes actually a powerful tool to connect to the magic of this reality. Let's, you know, this new series I'm um, just presenting right now, the Visual Sonic Quests, is a way to see those scenarios that are in nature that are so powerful and, and connects you to this that we already have, which is miraculously beautiful. That's mm -hmm. where I hope that we, we will put our energy in the virtual, virtual world. The, the thing about virtual reality is... Um... When you first started out and you go into a, a solo experience, it's it's magical and it's wonderful, but it's very isolating. But the the number one thing that I focus on, I tell everybody to focus on, is the power of social 
virtual reality, being able to go with people inside this shared mm -hmm. magical experience, because really, you know, what is it like to be, because if VR makes you into a godlike character, to be in a god in a world by yourself is a lonely it's place. Sad. It's sad and lonely, yeah. right? But being in a shared environment together yeah. is really where the magic comes, because when we both celebrate together, or we both are sad together, we both feel together, we both mm -hmm. express together, there is a there is a sense of uh, being heard and also hearing that makes mm -hmm. this reality so much more richer. And there's also a sense of belonging, which is very yeah. lost, right? We don't have that sense of belonging anymore. And, and um, yeah, it's sad. Yes. <laughs> it's very sad. Yeah. So may we use more actually virtual reality to connect. And in a way though, yeah. one thing that I'm learning is you can also create virtual reality where the person is within itself or herself. But if you're allowing that virtual world now to instigate curiosity towards this world and the connectivity and the beauty, then when I took away my you know, glasses and mm -hmm. I go and I see my friend or my, you know, my kid or whatever, I can communicate something that creates an, an, an ex, um, con it's a continuity between mm -hmm. that and creating an evolution within me that I can share. So it doesn't have to be only a social virtual thing. It could be on your own experience of evolution, as long as you can bring it back into this beautiful world of existence and share it so that yeah. it becomes again connectivity. Right? And that's that's what a lot of people discount. People discount the experience, whatever the experience is, whether it's a, a musical experience that you did by yourself, mm -hmm. say in the jungle, or something that you did in virtuality with a group of people. Uh, they discount it because it's not in real life. But if that fundamentally changes yeah. your perspective and transforms it you. is a real life <laughs> and then you come and you see somebody and it, yeah. and it creates a bit of kindness or a bit yeah. of laughter a bit of connection whatever it is but because those experiences you take with you absolutely all of those realities absolutely it, there is nothing that is not real within yeah. us even when you think that's why a lot of visual meditations they are so powerful Anything you think, that's why you think a negative thought and you are miserable for the rest of the day, even if it's sunny outside. That's your reality. So yeah. we need to be also careful as um, creators of virtual reality of what kind of uh, tools are we giving to people, how we enrich the person experience, and then you take it away again and you feel even more connected yeah. to this beautiful reality we are in. 100%. And you're talking about this new series that you did. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? This is for me um, an invitation, especially for those at the times that have difficulties when you close your eyes and you try those uh, visions to have those visions within you that tells mm -hmm. you stories you need to hear. Some people are more uh, um, uh, kinesthetic. They feel more like body sensations. So with this series, uh, Visual Sonic Quest, I, there are videos and films where the music itself is a journey, but then there is the visual on top of it. So you can travel with your open eyes and stay connected to something, I hope, a message I put there that, um, you know, again, allows you to use that as instigators to create your own inner story. Mm -hmm. And I heard a lot of people that I already, you know, tested, in, especially people I know they are more in the body and not visual, that actually they told me, actually, I was, I wanted to close my eyes at a certain point while I was looking at the movie. It was like, okay, it's working. So <laughs> I feel that it's like, you know, there's this, this first one I just released is called Walking, Walking in Beauty. And mm -hmm. it was a, a retreat I did in uh, Galisteo close to, New in, to Santa Fe in New oh, Mexico. Yep. So all of the filming and the music, uh, I just did it there. And 
uh, you will see the uh, visualsonicquest.com. I think mm -hmm. it takes you there. And that's working in with is the first journey. Just actually send me feedback because I'm still trying to learn more if that could be a way for us to instigate more the expansion of our inner world and, and vision so that we could be more creative in our lives and not only receiving, but creating emotions, creating visions within yourself and hopefully for the benefit of all beings around you. Well, on that note, looking at, you, you know, you're, you're putting together all this, those wonderful music and experiences and journeys and quests along the way mm -hmm. and nurturing the soul. What is what I would call your holy grail? What is your, do you have a, a mission that you're on um, and the purpose for all of this work that you do? Yeah, my vision is to allow, again, each of us to experience home. What is that place of belonging that first of all has to be within you? So for me, with the excuse of music, I try first of all to bring the person where they need to go in order to find themselves. And then from that place, hopefully to come back and bring that beauty or whatever they found and share it and become and evolve together. So, and at the same time to with meta music and uh, I'm teaching now this as a school, I hope to bring into people's life more the possibility of using very simple, very simple things that they can uh, help, that can help them with their healing. Again, if you just put a bundle of leaves, this is, this is called shakapa, it's from Peru, Sh shamans or curanderos, I imagine you saw them, they use them a lot. But mm -hmm. you can go in your backyard, uh, bamboo leaves are great. Uh, and if you're stressed, I'm breathing again. And if you do it to your husband when he comes back home to clean his energy or his bad mood that was collecting at work, I don't know. I just hope to bring back that joy and exploration and tools that we always have been using since millennium. And mm -hmm. they were already the tools, the perfect tools to create that we need to well-being, to healing, to, to navigate the difficulties of what also this reality is about. That's beautiful. Um, so if that is your journey, your mission, your quest, your vision, uh, the question I have for that is what is your dragon? What is the thing that is seemingly almost impossible to overcome to be able to achieve this vision and this mission? For me, it's the dragon is all of the conditionment that we've been receiving and we still get from society that shrinks us instead of opening us, that tell us to put our attention and energy in places which are only about production and gain of money instead of evolution and gain of life forces for the benefit again of the entire universe. That's the dragon I'm trying to kind of face and, and, and let it become actually my vehicle. Because, you know, I don't believe that we should kill dragons. In the stories that I love, you uh, dame the dragon and you just ride it and you use it actually to shift to another dimension and look things from high, high up. So for me, it's not about even killing the dragon. It's about knowing how do we 
ride the dragon in order to evolve to the next phase that as humanity we need to evolve to. I've never heard that. I've never heard uh, in, in all of my podcasts that I've done, I've never had anybody actually riding the dragon. And, <laughs> Let's ride and, the dragons. Yeah, Let's uh, ride the dragons. Ride the dragons <laughs> to the next evolution. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And and it's, yeah. it's really right. I mean, because then it's like, it's it's not that there's enemies, right? A lot of people go, there's the enemies. I got to fight no. this. I gotta we destroy have this. choices. We have the freedom of choose. Still, yeah. we have the freedom of choose. And we should allow our inner wisdom to tell us what to choose and not TV and not uh, commercial spots or even, you know, VR. Use VR to find yourself, to find that uh, curiosity, to share an emotion you get at the VR at dinner with, you know, your friend. And, and, and again, for those creators of VR or AR, um, AR bring there something that uh, brings us back home and allow us after the journey to even more appreciate and being here present than before with joy and hope. Otherwise, you know, I've noticed, I, I've used VR and after actually I'm, I have, I'm almost like, you know, oh my God, I need like 10 minutes like to sit. No, I want to take that away and even more like, wow, <laughs> you know, ride the dragon. <laughs> I love this. I never actually it's the first time I'm putting that way. Let's ride the dragon. It will be probably my next um, uh, Sonic Vision quest. I'll think about it. <laughs> that'll, that'll probably be the title of this podcast. I love it. Yeah. I, I never know what they're going to be until we go through this experience. And I think I think it's beautiful. It's like riding the dragon to the next evolution of your transformation. Yes. So I think it's May beautiful. Maybe so. Yeah. I um, think it's a beautiful place actually where to, I love to it. land even for us. Of course. And so with that being said, um, is there anything else you'd like to let people know about before you tell them how they can get a hold of you? Mm. Just enjoy this life. Just truly taste it and, and trust that, you know, if you make those choices that you're trying to see in others, if you start to make those choices, we truly need are able to, 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 to shift to a new evolution. Whatever is there, if it's music, if it's painting, if it's VR, whatever is there, like, just do it for the sake of joy and appreciation for what is already here, that we have no idea how beautiful and powerful it is to ride this dragon here. And the rest of it, you know, if you're interested, just check out Meta Music and, and this work that I'm trying also to share where I love to be there because I grow out of it a lot as well because we never reach the end. There is never for me a, a graha there that I can, that's why we are spinning, we're evolving. So it's until our last breath, I hope, because otherwise, why even bother? It would be too boring. Yeah. <laughs> Let's explore together and discover, you know, even more of this preciousness in life. That's beautiful. And as, that's fantastic. And you said before about uh, searching for meta music, but if people want to find you, how do they find you and get a hold of you? Laurencera.com, pretty easy. Mm -hmm. yeah. My name and last name.com. Yeah. You can go to uh, visualsonicquest.com and it will re redirect you to my page, I think. It's mm -hmm. easy. Just write my name on Google and you figure out. <laughs> to find it. I mean, yeah, I'm easy to find. You're Googleable. Beautiful. I'm Googleable. Yeah. Uh, I'm well. here with you. I mean, I, I feel I belong to this still, at least since yeah. 
since life wants me to be here, because eventually we all need to go anyway. So enjoy. maybe go in peace and, and big time joy. <laughs> enjoy the ride while it lasts. Yeah, exactly. Let's enjoy it from the top over there and have fun. Beautiful. Uh, thank you so much for coming thank on. You, I really appreciate your time and I appreciate the music that you brought to this journey. Thank you. And I will see you on the other side. Yeah, exactly. Right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Heroes of Reality podcast. Check out heroesofreality.com for more episodes. While you're there, you can also take the Heroes quiz to find out what kind of hero you are. Or if you have a great story and want to be on the podcast, tell us why your hero's journey will inspire others. Thank you for listening. See you on the other side.